time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Welcome to the next step. This week I have a special guest, Elias Mabiria. And Elias is here in Seattle with me as part of Fledge, my conscious company accelerator. But Elias, where are you from? I originally come from Kenya. I am part of Kisi University. We are partners and we want to spin out, we, our program to spin out uh, ideas uh, from the university to make them startups in the, in the community that, where the university is situated. Great. And, and I have some experience spinning out companies at the universities as well. Seven, eight years ago, I was an entrepreneur in residence at the University of Washington in their commercialization department. So is Kisi University anything like that? I wish it was. We are trying a similar thing. Last week, Luni, I had a privilege of uh, visiting the University the universe of Washington. It is nothing like what I've seen before. So the department over at uh, what we call UW is now called CoMotion. It used to be the Center for Commercialization. And you got a, you got a tour. How long did that tour take? Luni, it took half a day. I would have said slightly more than half a day. Because the Center for Commercialization, it's not actually one building. It's not two or three people. It's, what, 200 people? Uh, it was three. It's 200 people in three huge buildings spread out through this vast campus. Yeah, so the University of Washington campus, for those of you who've never seen it, is really big. It's a 30,000, 40,000-person campus. And physically, it's like a half an hour walk from end to end. And just historically, the way these kind of organizations, these departments built up, they, they built up over the years. So the main headquarters is way off on one edge of campus. Then uh, when I was there, again, like seven years ago, they launched a, a co-working and lab space just for, just for companies that were spinning out of the university. And then a year or two later, they opened Startup Hall, which is where Techstar Seattle is based. It's another co-working space. It used to be for the off-campus startups. Uh, and then recently, in the last few years, they've mixed this all together. So you can... You can be in any space you want as long as you are a startup and want to be related to the, to the university. And so that sounds probably a little bigger than what you have at Cassit University. Yes, now that you spoke about the, 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 the co-motion, uh, that idea alone, uh, just looking at the space they have, uh, it just surprised me. As I mentioned, it's like you, they have three campuses. It's like three campuses within the campus. And then this, uh, these labs were so big. Uh, the way they are set up. Now, when you look at Kisi University, now we, we have one room. We have one room that we are working on, and uh, we're just two of us, uh, me and my, my assistant, and that made the difference. This one, I spoke to managers for each, uh, each building. Each one was like self, self-running, it, and uh, what surprised me, they were not being run by the, 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 the faculty, the teaching staff. This was run by uh, dedicated staff who actually their business is to is to run these institutions very differently because uh, the the comparison we have with where where this university is that we have it as a small section within the research department which was not the case what I saw here yeah because when we hear the word university the first thing that comes to mind is students right we think that the role of a university is to teach students but the, what's right that yeah right that, right right that's but, what I thought right but. Uh, reality is that there's two kinds of universities in the United States. There's those that focus on teaching students, and then there's the big research universities. And so University of Washington is, in fact, by budget, the second largest research institution in wow. the U.S. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's a, let's call it a billion and a half dollars get spent on research every year, which is a way bigger budget than the budget that gets spent on students. So the reason why there's three groups and, and three buildings and th- you know, in this gigantic organization 
is to try and take some of that research, just a tiny sliver of the a billion and a half dollars of research, and turn it into either patents that are licensable or operational companies. And so that's going to be different than you find in the the 10th largest university, research university in the U.S., because it's just because of scale. So that's a decent overview of what happens here in Seattle. Let's jump way over in Kenya, because that's probably what it's like in the rest of the world when we talk about universities and spin-outs, except the university wasn't doing this until you showed up, right? Yes. Actually, even how this worked out is that I walked the university and I said, I want to volunteer to do this. And at the beginning, it looked like, uh, what are you talking about? But <laughs> now, vice chancellor of the university, he quickly understood this and they said, yes, we want to do something like this. And I was facilitated to, to start working on that. And actually, that's what we're doing. So far, uh, to, to also to give credit to, to, to the university is that just because they allowed this department to begin, uh, we were able to span out uh, three enterprises, uh, which uh, three startups, which began on that. And well, one per year? One, one per year. And the first year, we didn't have any because we were setting up. So we have, I've been there for four years. But the first year, we didn't have any results. But the second year, we did have a soap uh, startup coming up. So the uh, lady who manufactures soap, and she's actually, she's an advanced stage. She makes some soap. And then we had a second also startup, which is uh, producing uh, briquettes, uh, which is like artificial charcoal. And then we have the latest, uh, which is really our uh, biggest of them all, is the uh, animal feed. And uh, it's, it's a big, it's, that was the biggest of them all. And uh, right now we are doing the, the the fourth one, and that's what we're doing here at Pledge. Yes, and right. that's why. So let, let, let's not give that away. We're going to make uh, you guys okay. on the podcast. You got to wait because we're going to post the demo day talks next week, so you can hear what the fourth one is and why is it so important. Without giving without giving away, uh, to tell you, it is the most exciting of all the things that I ever imagined for Africa and for my immediate community. This is uh, this is it's, it's a game changer. It's a life changer. So I can't wait to start spilling on this one. What we skipped over is like, where, where is Kisi? Kisi University is actually uh, in Kisi County. That didn't help. <laughs> uh, that, I, I, I'm going. I'm, I'm coming there. You see, in Western Kenya, just by the Lake Victoria, there is the Kisi County, which is uh, about 100 kilometers, about 80, 70 miles from from Lake Victoria. Okay, so it's a rural, it's a rural community in Western in Kenya. In Western Kenya, you know, for those of you who can't quite picture this in your head, Nairobi's in the middle. Nairobi's the big capital. Yes. Uh, and then basically you drive a, a few hours west of that and you're in Western Kenya. Yes. And there is one city out there that has a million and a half people in it, but it's not a very developed city. That's Kisumu. Kisumu, yes. Thank you so much. Uh, goodbye. And uh, I look forward to come back, especially when our idea works very well, the way we plan to work. Then... We will be legends forever. Thank you. Thanks for coming on.